0: I'm not. I'm not. You're being crazy. You're going to get COVID.
1: Yeah, the whole thing is a right. massacre.
0: Not a massacre. <laughs> Tony, Soto. Tony, Tony Soto. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. I'm Tony Soto. Uh, joining me is, uh, wow, that is an impressive roll of uh, hemp wick right there, Maxwell Esposito.
1: Everybody hello i just got it it's really great that is that is (laughs) that is gonna last you forever but you want to know the worst but the best part is is i took a quarter of it and wrapped it around the top of my bong too and there's still so much of this
0: um i'm gonna tell you though uh and i don't know this is just me this is because i smoke a lot of pot uh but be careful don't let it keep burning don't forget that it's burning don't set it down while it's still burning, because I don't okay. Well, I'm, we're good about it. Well, good, but but mind you. Don't because I was good about it for a while and then it just got to a point. I would sit it down and I would start feeling heat on my face.
1: And I'd be like, what the fuck? And I would look down and it would be on fire. You're so, probably one of those people that's also stopped washing your hands now when you come home because you just forgot about it too. I know. No, I've never been
0: anyone who stopped washing my hands. I've always been a head washer, and that is why I am surviving
1: during this pandemic. Uh, how are you, Maxwell? I'm good. Want to talk about something not surviving the pandemic. Uh, last week after we recorded our show, I was informed that I most likely will not have a job to return to after this oh, pandemic.
0: no. Corona takes another thing that people enjoy, like, you know, insurance. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, how did this happen? What happened?
1: Um, basically, they just don't have money. I mean, they're a company that's fully fueled on, like, customer revenue. And when you are a company based on socializing, as a lot of companies based on socializing are realizing that uh, money is gone. So they're not open at all, though, right? They never reopen. They reopened. were going to reopen this week. But after emailing all their members to let them know their July activation fees were going to start, uh, like 75% of them canceled their membership within the day or wow. something like that yeah
0: so are they so, out of biz are they out of biz like not, is the place- it doesn't
1: seem like it, they said no they let me know that if there is a miracle with the covid that i will be one of the first people they call uh-huh. but like i can also read the writing on the walls and see that people are not going to work anytime soon so people yeah. in the film industry are not working like so- creative people are not making money
0: I know. So wait, well, then what's going on with your unemployment? Do you know if your super unemployment is going to last or what? I
1: mean, that's up to the government. That has nothing to do with... You, but you
0: people. haven't heard anything.
1: Oh, no. I mean, I think, yeah, no, no. I heard that. What's his, uh, Taco Bay just informed me before leaving for his bike ride that uh, the Monster 45 has agreed to send another check or he wants to send another check, but that's... I mean, I don't know anything about the super unemployment. So well, he's,
0: the thing is, is Trump is, is failing miserably at being president, go figure. And uh, he needs to do anything that is going to uh, get him some people back on his side. And honestly, um, it, it, uh, uh, another stimulus check would be cute, but you know, owning your mistake and giving us all uh, $2,000 a month for the duration of this pandemic uh, would actually be, be, be better. Let's not um, send
1: money to dead people this time too. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be cool. Like you know, I try to stay like out of that stuff. But when I read that headline, I just like had to be like shaking my damn head. Like um, this is embarrassing.
0: It's so embarrassing, guys. I mean, listen, I'm. So, <laughs> it's just embarrassing. I just. I, when is the EU going to take us? Because I'm telling you, I am. I am actively uh, thinking about moving the
1: fuck out of here once we can. Yeah, because I was gonna say I was like we can't even leave. Mexico no. doesn't even want us anymore.
0: I know. <laughs> and I get it. I get it. Because I don't, honestly, I mean, I don't want well, us. Well, let's face it, let's be really real. Uh that 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 that's the only way trickle down actually works is with disease because it starts here and then all those vacation and white people who are still sick but don't want to miss their trip are down there and fucking spreading it like wildfire. So
1: Anyway, well, um, we could talk about something more positive. I mean, I came into the show in a good mood. I we did learn the words last night, and that was so fierce. We
0: did five years, five years, years, five years, and this is the first time ever that we had to do it uh, digitally. And quite frankly, I'm just thrilled that the show has been able to uh, to go to online so easily. You know,
1: I, I mean, I almost like it better. I don't, I mean, each experience is so different. But, like, I mean, I've been watching the digital drag shows, the stuff on Twitch. People are very fierce. I love the music video experience the dolls are creating. But, like, what you've figured out to do on Zoom is so unique and so fun. And I think it really translates really. It's still the magic that is at Bars I feel, still happens on my Zoom screen, which is really cool. Exactly. Like people and, and, take it too fucking seriously, and we deserve it, and I love it.
0: And I love to how creative uh, performers would get while at Actbar, but to see them doing stuff and creating stuff in their own homes and what they are capable of doing to me is amazing. And I'm just and so- And I pr- love
1: that I don't have to clean it up.
0: And I'm, and I'm proud of everyone who uh, performs, I'm proud of everyone who, these new people who are coming out of the woodwork, uh, Sunset Blush, I, I mean, I, I'm excited to she, see what she's happens. She's not
1: in L.A., right?
0: She is an L.A. gal, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay, um, uh, she's great. But, but she's like an up so, and comer. So, and can I just say, Naomi Smalls is one of the best judges we've ever had on Learn the Words Bitch. Uh, giving actual critiques and good notes and tips and life hacks. Uh, You know, a lot of judges have tried to give serious notes before and it's landed badly. Um, Not once with Naomi, she was so good.
1: But I bet you it's got that she was in, in drag effect. You she know was in drag, yeah, talk, yeah, yeah. You know how she, you could talk shit and be mean to people in drag? Like, she's probably thinking the same thing. And it worked. Yeah. It was Naomi fabulous. showed
0: up in drag, which I was just like, I'm not paying you, bitch. <laughs> 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 I'm not paying for that. Um, what did she say? I respect your things. <laughs> what, what did she, when she was talking about that uh, Romisha's fancy apartment, she was just like, I respect all of your belongings. Uh, which was cause he lives at a fabulous house. But anyway, uh, we're going to bring on our guest, but I just want to say one more thing about it. Um, Kim Chi, Kim Chi will forever be a Judy. Okay. It's just hands down. She will ever, the fact that she, we were doing the, the zoom show and she was like, Tony, I remember when I was poor, you used to, uh, feed me. She's like, I will always remember. Uh, she's always just been a down Judy, like a good friend. Has not always changed. Always so sweet. Has not changed. St- like, just that great mix of like shady, catty, but just so open-hearted and dear. And I just love kimchi so much. Um, having said that, I emailed her my address and I was like, fucking send me makeup, you fucking bitch. I'm tired of spending money on makeup.
1: Yeah, you didn't make it apparent at all on the show. When you introduced her and said, you may never send me makeup, girl, but I sure love you.
0: <laughs> I just don't know what I have to do, how many fucking Instagram followers I have to get to get on a goddamn list. I talk about, like, meatballs, talent, love it. Talk about it all the time, okay? I talk. I wore it the last two times I did fucking makeup, but I paid for it. <laughs> I support the community anyway, speaking of yeah, giving back baby let 's do what? it i 'm so, so tired of giving back um, <laughs> speaking of giving back and one of and a major member of the community returning guest, fabulous fucking drag queen stacked the house down boots, activist. Uh, don't
2: take shit from nobody. Miss Toto is back. Miss Toto. Hello. Um, yeah. Also, before we get started, I also did not get makeup's uh, Meatballs Palette for free. I bought it.
0: <laughs> look at, see, look at this. And you are way more famous than
2: I am. Like, what do we have to do? Didn't you let her that. stay in your house? <laughs> Literally, and hung out with my dog. But we're supporting the girls. Yes,
0: yes. The palette. exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, the thing is, is like, first of all, it is a reasonably priced palette. Like, I'm going right. to, I, I, 30 bucks, and, and to be honest, I got, I found a discount code that took three bucks off of it. So I felt <laughs> like I got something. I felt like I got a little above her. But, Absolutely. Miss uh, <laughs> Toto, uh, the last time, we were still able to be amongst
2: folks the last time you were on, correct? Yes, you had <laughs> your little setup, and then I was, where was I? Miami, maybe? I don't know where Wait, I, I had was. We just but,
1: moved to Chicago, I think.
2: There we go. So last
1: How- year.
0: How are you holding up? How's, how's the isolation been deal, how, uh, treating
2: you? Girl, so I went to Pennsylvania for like three months and camped out with my boyfriend because Lori Lightfoot was not doing what I needed her to do as far as COVID in Chicago. Like She wasn't shutting things down fast enough. She wasn't like making the regulations. And I said, I'm having panic attacks and I need to go. Yeah. So I literally, just, like, all of quarantine, I just smoked and got high, um, and watched Game of Thrones and like Avatar and got my life. I love that. I'm, you became I'm... a chicken dad. Yeah, I became a chicken dad as well. Wait, what? Wait, what? Um, you became a chicken dad. What is like, this? Like, so my boyfriend's moms, he has like two lesbian moms, and they live on a farm, and With they have a lot My boyfriend has lesbian moms. It's like a thing that, like, gays do, so. Oh, I didn't know my mother is not a lesbian, damn it. (laughs) But we adopted, we're like, is it adopt? Not really. So we bought these four chickens from, like, a tractor supply. They were, like, $4 a piece. And then we raised them in his bathtub until they got, like, way too big. And then we took them to his mom's farm.
0: Now, I are they like that. are they like show chickens? Do they have like the big poofy feathers around their necks and shit? The you know the yeah. drag queen ones? They're
2: they're fierce, but they're like a normal chicken, but they're like big. Oh, okay. They, lay and eggs? they like, Yeah, they eventually will lay eggs when they're old enough.
1: Oh, nice! I know, you know nothing about chickens. Did so.
0: I ever tell you my bird story? When I was in Portland, I went to Portland and I went to this pet store and I saw this. I was looking at this cage and this. Uh, parrot was there and just had a bunch of paper strips that it had ripped apart, stuffed into its uh, feather plumage. And I was like, Is that a drag queen bird? And they're like, Oh, yeah, that bird literally just adds, rips up colorful paper and adds it to its fucking feathers. And it's like, like just strutting around the cage. And I was like, Get it, queen. I love her. Yeah, she what do was you found. I am? She, oh, if only I could, if I, only I wasn't so terrified of birds. Uh, yes
1: birds are kind of gross. I, I, mean, don't know. Listen, I was, but... When I saw you post that picture with them all over you, I started crying ah. because I was like so scared. I was proud of you, but I was scared. I was like, I do not want birds on me like that.
2: So like they were really cute and it's different when you like raise them from a baby and they love you. They say
1: that about children too. I still don't see it, but go God. on. <laughs>
2: but I get it now. Like we <coughs> had the babies. They were super cute and liked us, but now they're like running around on his mom's farm. So... They have plenty. Place, plenty of room to grow and so, run and be like, so a
0: wait, how long did it take for them to grow big in the bathtub?
2: Like, how oh long? Oh my did- God. It was like only three weeks to a month, and they were like so big because <laughs> they went from being like little, like I don't even know how big this would be, like the size of a tiny bouncy ball from like the arcade to being like a big ass chicken.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> I mean, I always think about like I, I I think like you know birds are birds are lizards with feathers, let's be honest and uh, and yeah. uh, but Whenever I'm on my roof, there's so many crows around here and I have this like feeling in my head, I'm like one of, these days, one of these days I'm gonna bring like seed up here and I'm gonna domesticate some wild crows and I'm gonna have an army of crows. Cause those bitches hold grudges. And that's the kind of bird that I want on my back. You need a bird that knows who you are to protect you. Yeah, and they recognize shit and I'll be like, that's the enemy and they'll always remember. They'll be like,
1: I honestly I think ravens would look really good with your drag too so I think you should do it
0: I think ravens are like ex- I think crows are like the Florida of uh <laughs> of of ravens which is fine in that case I'll tell oh,
1: wait oh, so I'm wouldn't working. you want ravens not crows or are you selling yourself as Florida I don't see
0: much of a difference that's the thing so yeah but the oh, name. Yes, Florida so, so, yeah, you know, if, if I can't recognize the difference, choose Florida, you
2: know? <laughs> in the dollar store version of a Raven. Um, so, speaking of Florida, are you missing Miami, Miss Toto? Honey, not one bit. Like, <laughs> looking at, at all, especially now in the midst of this pandemic, I'm just seeing all of these people. I'm definitely not calling them my friends. All of these people acting up in Miami at the bars, with no masks on, the bars are open, they're performing, no protection. And then obviously the mayor's shut down the city again. Yeah. It's, like, it's really crazy. I like,
1: think
0: what people don't understand is that this is a virus that we're just learning about five months into it. You know what? And at this point, with all of these fucking younger bodies thinking, hey, it's only killing old people, but now it's going in your fucking young body, don't you know shit evolves and shit?
2: Like that's, it's gonna get you. It's gonna get you. Right. So I was looking and I'm like, okay, the girls are at brunch, which is, I love a good brunch, but I'm like, even in a a place where they'd be taking a lot more precautions than Florida slash Miami, I still wouldn't feel comfortable at brunch. So like absolutely not missing Miami right now. Actually, I'm not even missing performing live at all. Yeah, it's a nice- If if I can perform in my bedroom and do like pre-recorded videos, I am- okay with that
1: yeah because it's, 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 it,
0: it's something new still like the thing is it's something new and it's still something new. but here's the thing like they opened up restaurants and shit in here in la and i was watching drag queens and WeHo, um who were wearing face masks and those visors with like annette uh getting money and i'm like i'm not tipping you <laughs> i'm not t- <laughs> yeah. I'm like, i like, would like, not be asking people for cash like you're wearing a mask you're wearing i can't see your mouth uh mm-hmm. like I, I'm not giving and first of all I'm not here I'm not at that restaurant <laughs> you know what I mean and, and and I wish the drag queens in solidarity to like would would be like you know what we're not gonna come back to the restaurants like I don't think uh I don't, but that's just my personal opinion but um anyway <laughs> let's take a quick break when we come back we're gonna catch up with Miss Toto because there is a lot to catch yes, up with. we'll be right back All right, we are back with the show now uh uh Ms Toto question for you. Did you know about the underlining issues that were that, that happened in uh chicago's boy t- boys town before you moved uh from Miami or <laughs> when you moved there, were you surprised to discover the way it was laid out
2: okay, so i had been visiting for a while and i visited for pretty much the whole year prior to me moving and i just was like seeing things and questioning things but then by the time i moved i didn't question i like my first question was like why is this man in a wig who doesn't really do drag telling people how to do drag uh who are we talking about her name is franica rex oh so I've, heard of her. The-
0: I've heard of her i've right. heard of her we know so her. i
2: asked that question and i was like you know what this is not my city. I'm the new girl. Let me take the gigs. Let me take my money, like whatever. Because also being new in Chicago and like having drag be my primary source of income, I'm not going to like piss off the people that are paying my bills. Totally. Um, But then as time kept going on, I kept like catching other like microaggressions that I was not signed up for. I'm like, don't tell me what to perform. Don't tell me what to wear. I'm like, baby, I'm the drag queen. But once again, and you're stuck between paying your bills or like getting because then you also have the fear of being blacklisted because certain people not just Tranica, but certain people have power in the scene well used to used to have power in the scene in which they could literally get you blacklisted from all the gigs
1: well yeah when they all work together too they're all going to listen to each other to make C- it work and this is the thing that that's
0: that transpired like i'm, I'm telling you and and when I was when I started in 2002, life wasn't like this. But once you put an economy behind something, once there is like a bona fide way to make income into something, it gets crooked. It always does get crooked, and it got crooked in fucking Chicago pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so how has it been since uh, the, the the town hall
2: that was that was held um, on Twitch? So I've actually noticed a lot of change happening. So there is the Chicago Black Drag Council, which is formulating like very fast and officially, which is amazing. But then a couple of weeks ago, um, we did a town hall with all the GMs and then specific people who wanted to come forward and talk about their experience in those specific bars. Did um, they just we, put
1: that on Twitch?
2: I they think they I just got, just got an email. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they just um, put that up and that was recorded two weeks ago but we didn't like have it posted or anything to give the bars the opportunity to respond and like make the change which i think is really great because instead of just posting it the same day or making it live or posting it the day after without having the bars have an opportunity to like do anything or make any change um it would just leave room for like people to attack them so it's been i think it's been two weeks And some bars have risen to the occasion and other bars have fallen short, but that is now all gonna be public because it's on Twitch literally right now.
0: Well, I mean, honestly, the town hall itself, uh, the original town hall, the bars that were represented didn't necessarily come uh, uh, prepared. Right, or send good representation. Yeah, they were like, they were the ones who didn't have a pen, they didn't have a piece of paper, anything, and it was like, uh, what are you doing here exactly?
2: Right, but the good thing about this one is they all were invited. Whether they came is just, like, step one. And and it's not like every bar was specifically addressed, but it still affects everybody. And just because I'm talking about my one experience at this bar doesn't mean it didn't happen at the other bars as well. To totally. somebody else who may not be in the conversation.
0: But there's more – there's bigger culprits. Uh, and then there's – so – would you say that the hub of culprits are right
2: around uh, Roscoe and Halstead? <laughs> I, mean, I would say yes, but also I can't just completely blame the, the specific people who were in the power structures. They got powerful by being supported by the bars that allowed them to get this power. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, yes, I'm glad that like the certain structures are taken down, but now the bars need to be held accountable for allowing that to happen. Yeah. Oh, here's, because, here's, I mean,
1: yeah, they work uh, hand in hand. I mean, basically, those queens are the voice for those rules that they implicate. So I have I have
0: been saying this from the beginning. I moved there in two thousand and two. I got my first job at Roscoe's. My first bar job was at Roscoe's. Um, the problem was the bars from the get. So like, right? Even, That's why
2: it's not surprising.
0: Because I mean, like the mascots at that point were like. Free lay, uh, and Miss Fuzzy. You know what I mean. So <laughs> like, and and Miss well, Fuzzy. Everyone bars- was. Go ahead.
1: Sorry, I was gonna say the bars also rely a lot on those bartenders to be voices and advocates. Like I remember working at Scarlet; like it was my job to be a promoter for the community, for the neighborhood and our nights and stuff. So, I mean, oh. if you're a, a racist bartender, you're gonna become basically a racist promoter.
0: When I got fired from Roscoe's, they told me I couldn't come back to the bar for a month because they didn't want me there slandering the bar. So- why'd you get
2: fired? What'd you do?
0: Cause I talk too much. I talked too much because I was a floor person. I was like walking around, picking up people's glassware, which I knew was below me. Um, so <laughs> <And>
1: Tony <laughs> so, was probably like, I'll just stand outside the establishment and slander it. That's oh, no, so right, I was just, don't uh, me I, So I was just <laughs> going up and
0: chatting like, with gays and having a good old time. Um, but I will say like they had active police door people. Like they weren't, they might not have been actively on duty at the time, but they were fucking employed police officers and on their off times would work the door. So there was always a hand in hand, we
2: love the cops fucking friendship between Roscoe's. I know that for fucking certain. Which I also hate, but glad that the town hall is now posted so people can have, and do like, kind of like do their homework. So like, we'll see that the bars that were specifically addressed, you can like go to their social media and see if they've said anything in that two weeks that they've had a chance to, like, have these conversations. Because I know I spoke directly to Splash. um, And then I would say it was the same day, maybe. Same day or day after they reached out to all of the unfriendly Black hotties and were like, let's set up a meeting um, so we can go over the stuff. And, like, we absolutely did that. And they, like, were ready. And they just were, like, really apologetic and realizing that, like, it was the intention and everything they did was great. But, the like, that doesn't matter at this point because it came off still, racist yeah Um, so they apologized for all that and then like pretty much just listened to us about how they could do better and what we want um to like make this partnership move forward and it's more than just listening to the black queens. It's like, you need to make every house queen feel equal and you need to have like open communication between all of us. So we all know what's going on. So it doesn't seem like you're taking favoritism, despite your favorites should be the ones bringing the money into the bar, which is us.
0: So I have a question. How does this, uh, how does this ultimately, because you know, you know, with within the drag community, this is good strides and it's, you know, progress, but there's been, uh, there's been a race issue in Boys Town in Chicago uh, for a long time. I mean, I'm taking back to 2011 when the community did a Taking Back Boys Town movement where they were trying to keep uh, a South Side presence out of uh, Boys Town. How does, what do you have hopes that this will also translate to the community at large?
2: That's what I would like to see because I know, cause Boystown is like historically a gayborhood and it was like the first gayborhood in America. And that's amazing. But like gay people aren't the only ones that are representative of our whole community. And as like a queer community, everyone should feel accepted in Boystown, which is great. But that may not ultimately happen. And there are lots of queer people that live outside of Boys Town. You have to travel into Boys Town, whatever that may be. And there are other opportunities for a queer community to exist outside of Boys Town. And that's what I would like to see. Especially yeah. if there's like a South Side, something that wants to happen, something like, I don't know, really anywhere. Like the the queer community doesn't need to only exist on Halstead. Yeah. And I-, I feel like with this movement, people sh- will feel more empowered to do these events outside of Boys Town, as well as People feeling the need to support the events outside of Voice Town.
0: yeah, I, I listen. I think that I think that gayness should be spread all over the place. That's what I think I love about l a is l a is so spread out, and there is a little gay hub in almost every area wouldn't you say, Maxwell?
1: There is literally, yes, there is literally a RuPaul's Drag Race viewing party in every little nook of town somehow. I, like, drive down the street and see a flyer for it. I mean, not that RuPaul's Drag Race viewing parties are the only (gasps) thing for queerness, but, I mean, to be, like, going down Sunset and see, like, Tapas 33 or whatever it is, do, like, a (laughs) viewing party with... Mariah Balenciaga I'm like work like these things need to happen all over town but you do more than just like advocating for Boys Town you did a bunch of fundraising for Black Lives Matter just like through your social media presence
2: yeah so like that kind of happened I wouldn't say by accident because I was doing it intentionally but I didn't know how fast it would like take off so I was like I have a show tonight I'm like financially okay because I'm on unemployment so this drag money can go to like the movement. like I don't need to be like keeping all this money. Um, and I posted that, and then like the first day got like three thousand dollars. I was like, okay, well, like let's just keep the momentum going. Um, and right now it's like at forty thousand something, just like personally. And then like, wow, my other help, like fundraising efforts that I've been working with, like Winwood Pride and other people, it's been over a hundred thousand like total, but I'm trying to do 50000 myself.
1: That's so, amazing. Yeah, yeah that's 10, so incredible.
2: 000.
1: And you're still, do you still work with a lot of people in Miami? Like, because I know you have your drag daughter, FKA Twink, right? Yeah, she's, she's- still there.
2: Um, Miami, like, obviously is my home and where I got started with drag and stuff. So I feel, like, attached to try to at least even help their movement. Like, one of the organizations, Fem Power, um, works with bailing out like, protesters and stuff, so I gave them some of my money, like, every day I was trying to give to a different organization, just, like, why direct all the funds that I'm raising to one place when, like, a lot of people need it, so then um, I was more directing it towards, like, Miami and Chicago specifically, or other communities that I, like, felt I had, like, an attachment to, because, like, I was in Harrisburg, so I wanted to give some money to people in, like, Pennsylvania, like, I was at that protest, so let's help those people out, or, like, in D.C., where I'm from, or, like, just really anywhere that kind of like needs it, especially now that I'm back in Chicago, I know Brace Base Alliance is trying to raise enough money to build their own building and support all the employees and their mission. So like, why not give money to them? Especially if you're in Chicago.
0: That's amazing. So there's, there's a lot of racial tension uh, still out there. People are still taking to the streets, protests are still happening. Uh, a story came out in uh, Bloomington, Indiana, uh, where a young man was assaulted by a bunch of uh, white supremacists who um, basically said, "Get the rope uh, that they were going to uh, to, to lynch him um, and uh, you recently had an experience uh, that left you fucking shook uh, would you do you want to tell us what happened
2: yeah, this is actually like very ironic because I was talking i was just I just did sloppy seconds with like meatball and dipper like the day before the wedding and I was like I don't feel great about it but I'm going because it's my boyfriend so like whatever it's fine and then literally like that was the day before we left for this wedding and pretty much like the whole time I felt like something was wrong and then like my boyfriend's moms were telling me it's cool Um, he's like I would like you to go my mom is like do this for your boyfriend like it's his brother like sure so I feel uncomfortable the whole time I was like whatever I'll suck it up it's cool I I have a really cute suit I'm gonna look adorable like it's fine so we get to the rehearsal dinner and step out of the car and it's like automatically all eyes go to us and I'm like are they staring at me because I'm black or are they staring at me because we're like the gays but I'm like whatever like brush it off obviously the one of the first people I meet out of this family are is the like pastor wearing a trump hat and I was like okay here we go like you know, what? right. Like Yikes. already like, a bad Not sign. Fun. Right. So ignore that brush it off. Um, and then like day of the wedding shows up. I'm like, all, once again, feeling uncomfortable. Um, I show up, the pastor harasses me one time already. He's like, rock, don't walk by me. Shake my hand. I'm like, Oh my God. It's like, okay, sure. <laughs> then, um, we do the wedding. Everyone's getting ushered out individually by the, by the, um, pastor. He's like not talking to anybody. It's like the fourth or fifth row where I'm in. I get up, I'm about to pass him. He's like, don't ignore me, Rock, shake my hand. I'm like in front of the whole wedding, but didn't do that to anybody but me. And as I'm walking away, I was like, this dude has one more fucking chance. And my boyfriend's uncle was like, I guess took it upon himself to pull the pastor aside and was like, you need to leave Rock alone. Then like fast forward 20 minutes later, I'm in the porta potty. And I see from across the yard, the pastor walking towards me. I was like, maybe he's like not walking towards me. Maybe he's walking towards like his car. Um, I hear the gravel crunching behind me as I wash my hands. I turn around, there's the pastor again. And then he starts apologizing. He's like, I have friends of all shapes and sizes and colors. Now he's back in the Trump hat. He didn't wear it for the ceremony, but now he's wearing it. And I'm like, I was like, I don't care that you are saying this to me right now, but you are making me feel very uncomfortable. So I would like you just like, we're just not gonna talk for the rest of the day. Sure. Then you fast forward, like we're, we're trying to make this wedding fun. The gays are on the dance floor. We're having a great time. Um, at one point I go into the, the like house with my boyfriend and we take a shot in the basement where all the boys got ready. And we took a shot out of his like groomsman gift, which was a, a shot glasses made of like deer horn or some shit, like country bumpkin ass shit, I don't know. Um, we come upstairs, the grandmother bride is like, you boys shouldn't be in the house. And we were like, oh, we're sorry, we won't, whatever. 20 minutes later, this bitch walks out of the house holding Clorox wipes saying, I wish um, people wouldn't have urinated on the walls inside. And then somehow all attention snaps to me. And then I'm surrounded by a mob of like 10 plus white men yelling at me and like telling me to get out the property and like saying that I did all this stuff. And then I'm in, I'm already nervous. I'm in fight or flight because I feel uncomfortable the whole time. And then all this happens and they're yelling and like screaming. And then I'm thinking, I know these people have weapons around or either on them because I saw them in the house. Like there are guns hung up on the wall. I have one bar of service. I'm two and a half hours from where my parents live in the middle of nowhere. So they could literally just kill me and they wouldn't, like no one would know anything. Like the last thing they would have known of me is like the location of where I tagged that I was at the wedding, which is a city. So then I'm, like, panicking. I get pulled away from the situation by uh, my boyfriend's stepmom. He ends up figuring out what's going on. He, like, runs over, is yelling at these men, and then we get in the car and leave. But then I'm in fight-or-flight mode from then on till I, like, leave in the morning because we were at a wedding, therefore we're drunk. So I'm, like, sitting up waiting to get sober with knives (sighs) by the bed and the door locked because I'm thinking they either followed us home or we're in an Airbnb. They could have followed his mom's home who are staying with us. I'm, like, they know where we are. And I'm just sitting, I'm like, this is not good. And I need to get sober so we can go. So I woke up at 5.30 in the morning after sleeping like an hour and drove straight to my parents' house and was like, no, 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 no. This was never again. That Like, this was a mistake. I should have listened to like my gut. I should have listened to like the ancestors telling me not to put myself in that situation. Yeah. Uh, my parents felt terrible because they like pushed me to go because they were like, it's your boyfriend. It'll be fine. Everything will be okay. You should get through this. When in reality, I knew something was wrong the whole time. But now looking at the experience, yes, I should have known, but also we had a discussion with the bride and groom the day before, or not the day before, a couple days before, like, because the the groom is tried to all lives matter, uh, my boyfriend, because he's been posting like, Mm -hmm. all this Black Lives Matter stuff, obviously dating me, a black person. And then his brother's like, well, what about all lives? What about law enforcement? And he's like, you need to say Black Lives Matter or like, we're not coming to the wedding. And he said it and they were like, we want you to come, we want you to be a part of our day, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, so y'all knew that the family was like this, but you still allowed me to be in this situation because despite y'all not feeling like that, which is bullshit, despite y'all not saying that you're racist, which is bullshit, you knew your whole family was, which put me at danger.
0: Do you think the preacher knew that you were coming?
2: Yeah, like anyone who knew that the brother, anyone who knows the brother knows that he has two gay moms, a gay brother, and a Black boyfriend of the gay brother. Like, that's just a fact. So he came out out
0: swinging with that hat. He came out swinging with that hat. You knew what
2: was going on. You knew the groom had lesbian moms. Like, starting it off on the wrong foot. But here's the other thing. Like, at this point, despite the Black Lives Matter movement, this is not the 1800s. Like, Black people should not be chased off anywhere they're invited, number one. Black people should not be, like, forced into these situations where like I should have just also listened to myself. Like anytime my gut is telling me something from now on, I'm just not doing it.
0: Yeah. Like, just don't mm-hmm. do it. Trust yourself. Trust right. it because like that could have been, listen, they just fucking uh, released on Netflix, a new uh, unsolved mysteries. And there was right. literally one of the storylines was your story. Correct. And I watched it
2: yesterday. Bitch
0: it fucking it, 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 it. And that was in the nineties. And the thing is the Bloomington, Indiana situation just happened a couple a couple of weeks ago. Your situation is yeah. just so recent. So it's like, this is still a problem. I'm so it's glad. It's still a thing. I'm so glad that you were able to get away from it. It was so
2: scary. So scary. And, and
0: see, this is, this, go ahead.
2: I was just gonna say, like, at least I'm safe now and I know about those people. Like, I will never speak to my brother's, my, my boyfriend's brother ever again. And I will never mm-hmm. speak to his racist bitch wife. Like, those mm-hmm. are people that were just fake to to like act like they're part of the family and whatever. Like, I'm sorry, but like being a part, like you're dating somebody, you're a part of their family. And it's like, I have no problems with like just not ever speaking to them ever again. Like family vacation, I'm not going. You can put that money you would have spent on my family vacation towards therapy because now I'm traumatized for the rest of my life. Like after that experience, like what?
0: Have you had any resolution?
2: No, that's the other part. People are telling me what not to do. I'm like trying to ruin the whole family. Like no one's gonna have a job when I'm done no one like we have people ready to run up and then people are like well don't do that don't do this i'm like don't tell me a black person how to react to this situation when you're not talking to the groom to the bride to all those men who came up and harassed me you talk to them don't speak to me how to react don't ever tell a black person how to react to a situation i mean first
0: of all first of all i could never even put my mind in a situation where i would be a lowly like by themselves in a situation where everyone is seething and out to get you. I don't know what that is like. And I, I doubt that a lot of people do except unless you're a person of fucking color.
2: Right. And I have seen, like, obviously I've seen get out and I've like heard about these different experiences and it has just never happened to me, which doesn't mean it didn't happen, but I'm like, I have never like physically experienced that.
0: Yeah oh i'm so i'm so sorry i'm sorry to hear that Um, Well,
1: i'm happy to hear you're back in chicago safely yeah (laughs) me too i said
0: you know where the aggressions are micro you know where the aggressions are micro i'm glad where you're back (laughs) well it seems like miss toto
1: can handle them in chicago yeah Right. i said pennsylvania not for me anymore
0: yeah 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 yeah, yeah. nice scenery but the people are shit
2: um well Well, listen let's take a, a what I was going to ask her what was next. I
1: mean, she does so many amazing things.
2: Girl. So next with what? With the family or with my life?
1: N- your life. No, drag. Miss <laughs> Toto. What okay, is Miss Toto is that you're back in I Chicago? Doing?
2: What am I doing now? I mean, I'm just still doing like online drag. We are working on another. So we did a show called The Crystal Vems, Uh, me and my friend Ramona Slick, which was a Crystal Gems, Steven Universe theme show, which had like, A lot, a lot, a lot of attention. And it got attention from, like, the cartoonists who did, uh, who illustrated the show and everything, which was amazing. Um, So we're working on another one of those. Unfriendly Black Hotties are working on another visual album, which we will probably do towards the end of August because a lot of us are taking July off (laughs) from performing. Get your summer, queen. Correct, right. Now that, like, we can at least be in groups of, like, five people, like, that's better than nothing. (laughs)
1: Um,
2: So, like... That, that's, I think, what people want to at least get a break from doing all of this, especially with all this, um, the revolution happening in Chicago. Like, we're taking some time for ourselves to, like, exist and have fun and enjoy whatever semblance of summer we could have. And then I'm just, like, doing drag shit. So whenever the bars do open and I'm comfortable, I am ready to just come out swinging.
0: Get ready, girl. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have our listener questions of the week. We'll be right
1: back. Tony Soto
0: all right, we are back with the show. Uh, listeners, we do questions, your questions, your concerns, and your comments every week. So if you would like them read on this show, all you have to do is go to the com and uh, you can leave it in the message center. Very easy, very simple. Uh, you'll also find a link to the Patreon there now on the website, so please support this show any way you can. Give us your money, we're poor. Um, I'm going to start us out with our first question of the week, and it is, it's coming from, uh, aging millennial. It says recently on your podcast, you refer to transitioning from your 20 year old mistakes into 30 year old goals. I'm about to be 30. And although I haven't thought it's cute to get wasted every night for a while now, I don't know how to transition into my thirties. Do I stop going to bars? What kind of clothes do I wear? Do I strictly focus on my goals? Do I get a plant? <laughs> well, aging millennial, let's ask one. Maxwell.
1: <laughs> um,
0: ah! Maxwell, wow! how many I mean, plants
1: do you have? I have a lot. Taco Bay and I have so many. And I have an app that helps me water them. I named them all. It's really great. I love it. Um, But aging millennial, you need to... Not be stressed. I think you should just kind of do you. Like don't let a, a number identify you. Cuz I have I've had that moment a couple times where I'm like I'm almost 30 and I'm still doing the things I do. And then I'm like, "Wait, who fucking cares?" <laughs> like I bet you most people don't even know I'm 30.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, so, then, oh, we know. Don't worry. I tell everyone that it comes around. I'm like, oh well, no, she's 30. I still have more
1: Instagram followers than you. And those people don't know I'm 30 and I love all of them.
0: Oh, well, I'll be sure to make uh, some
2: stories and we'll tag you in it. we will name a- this show Maxwell
1: is 30. <laughs> Maxwell is
2: 30. Miss Toto, how old are you, love? I turned 28 <laughs> on Saturday. Are you pressed about getting older? Is this something that, that bothers you? So, um, initially no, but then because of COVID, I haven't been able to see my doctor to get filler or Botox. So now I'm a little stressed. Right. So, Bitch, look, <laughs> right.
0: look, 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 that hasn't happened in years. Look at I that movement. <laughs> the listeners can't see it, but I'm, I'm, I'm actually raising well, my they eyebrows. If they
1: subscribe to our Patreon
0: In <laughs> surprise. Yes.
1: If you subscribe to Patreon, you can see,
0: you can see when I look surprised. Um, here's the thing. First of all, the 20, what you will, I'm, I'm now 40 years old. And here's what I realized as a 40-year-old. 20s, I was so glad to be rid of because i was a fucking moron i mean the 20s will always get you into trouble because you're never <laughs> because you say dumb shit because you're trying to i don't know you're trying to push buttons you're trying to be controversial you're trying to do shit i'm talking in my situation so it's like so there's a lot of shit i said in the 20s that you can come back and slap me in my 40s now that you know <laughs> the world is the way it is um uh 30s were the fucking best, man. That's the thing. 30s were the best and the fastest. So if you're getting turning 30, figure shit out. Because by the time I was 35, that's when I got a plant. And I should have got it at 30, I think.
1: (laughs) Also, aging millennial, why are you so worried? Stay inside. We're in a pandemic. You can't do anything anyway. (laughs) Like 30, guess 29, you're inside. 30, you're also going to be inside. So... Yeah, I mean, you're just going to have to be inside. Forget it. Uh,
0: but congratulations on making it to almost 30. Be thrilled with every year you make it to. A lot of people haven't made it to almost 30. Yeah. There's a lot of dead people out there.
2: Uh, let's move on to our second question. Who's got it? Okay, I've got it. <laughs> so this is from Dwayne. Thank you, Tony and Maxwell, for continuing to be champions of quarantine and social distancing. I feel like a crazy person when I see people in restaurants and other fool bullshit. Do you think they will shut everything down again, and what will you all do? Can I answer? Yeah,
0: please, answer. Yeah, of course, go for it. I think
2: after, well, since, like, Miss Corona is, like, a two-week latency period, I don't think they're gonna shut stuff down until, like, next week or the week after, because I feel like a lot of dumb people uh, acted a fool on the 4th of July weekend. So we will not be seeing the effects until two weeks from now. And then once again, everything will be shut down, which I don't know why it opened in the first place because we never finished the first wave in order to mm-hmm. call it a second wave.
0: Yeah, I yeah. feel like what we're going in through now, this rise in numbers, is Memorial Day shit. Like, I exactly. still think that, so like, so, so, so here's the thing. This, I, shut it all down. Shut I it, shut it down. all. Shut it down. We, this, this, is the, this is the problem with a weak federal government and states' rights. <laughs> Because everyone's like, any every state can make their own decision. You make your own decision on how you wanna do it. And then the federal government is weak and non-existent. That is not how this situation should be right now. The federal government needs to say, everything is shut down. We do yeah. not have a hold on this. You are not doing it right, Americans. You are selfish. But we have a narcissist in office and that will never happen. So we're doomed. Right. So stay in your fucking houses. Just yeah, stay- I don't. <laughs>
1: I was going to say, why didn't they send, they sent um, the National Garden when a bunch of people went to protest. Why can't they send to the National Garden to get a bunch of people off the beach? <laughs> like, yeah, like I, you want them off the streets. Like, how about keep them in their house?
0: I can't stress it enough. I live across, I, living across the street from a restaurant, you have no idea how crushing that is on your soul when you are trying to do everything you can to <laughs> avoid uh, getting COVID. Like, because you just, you're looking at these
1: people having a great time ignorant. And you're like, well,
0: I hope you get it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. But I I relate with you, Dwayne. I sit on social media all day just, like, wanting to scream at my cell phone. Just, like, what are you doing? Like, there's that picture of the waiter with the mask, the paper mask, and the plastic mask. And there's just, like, all those white women sitting around the table being like, what are you going to order? And it's like, what is wrong with you? Like, what is comfortable like what about being in a pandemic just says leisure to you
2: yeah right like like enjoyment i went to wisconsin after leaving chicago i went to wisconsin you're uh, just always tempting fate aren't you girl i know well (laughs) listen my friend was like my friend who i've been with for a while was like i have a boat and i said so we're gonna go on this boat and be with like my two other friends who we were with so i'm like oh this sounds like a very good excuse for me not to be around people um so we went on this boat and we're out there and I'm looking around once we get back and I'm like, none of the people around, even at the restaurants, cause we walked from the boat slip to where we were staying at his grandparents house. I was like, none of these people have masks on at all. Like the patrons, the servers, no one that I've seen. I saw one girl and she would look like 12 because she probably shouldn't have been working at the restaurant, but she was the, the only person with a mask on the whole time that I was there. And, you know, I've
0: been saying this for a minute, like it needs to hit rural America, unfortunately, in order for this to actually start meaning anything uh, to anybody. And right. the sad thing is, is uh, once it does make it to rural America, it's going to spread like wildfire because y'all are looking dumb, walking around yeah, with no, nothing covering your faces. Nothing. It's like, I mean, haven't you seen The Stand? Like, what's going on with you people? There's so many apocalyptic movies you could be watching right now that will fucking make you st- stay inside. God. It's crazy. Stay
1: inside. Stay Please stay side. inside.
0: Look, I'm broke. I'm broke. I'm, I I have one good gig a month. <laughs> <I'm>
1: <laughs> and perfect. I am blessed
0: for having that one good gig a month. I understand poverty. Fucking stay inside. Goddamn people. All right. Let's wrap this up. Who's next?
1: Okay. um, This one's going to be a real doozy for all of us. Trigger warning. Born Free writes, I'm still hooking on it On (gasps) Scruff, fuck it. Are you kidding? Born free. You are also born an asshole.
2: (laughs) What? Like, (laughs) I wonder if um, if the person like has a questionnaire. Like, have you? Like, I feel like okay. So I went back to work, and every time I go into work, they ask a series of questions. Like, have you had a fever? Have you had any symptoms? Have you been exposed to anyone with COVID? Like, if you're going to be acting a fool like that, you need to have a questionnaire asking the questions. Like, True. have you been? Have you also been hooking up with people? Have you experienced any symptoms? Because the gays don't care, they really they don't. It's crazy to me,
1: you know. And it, I think and it, it's everybody, but yes, the gays do not care either. Yeah, I, 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 the straights I, don't either. Yeah, I feel like I feel
0: like uh, okay. looking just over Fourth of July weekend and the fact that like when you're looking I mean, like uh, the Ozarks don't care twice. Like the, the Ozarks yeah. were in the the Ozarks were in the news for Memorial Day, being like, look at these fucking people. I think they were in the same pool. They for the, were. Of July. They had to have the, been. I
1: saw that video today. <laughs>
0: I was like, is that the same fucking pool? Uh, so I, I look. <laughs> I, under- yeah, like- I understand being lonely. I understand um, I mean I don't understand the uh, the, nest, the the need to to centralize sex is so important that you're gonna like risk other people's lives maybe maybe not yours Maybe you'll survive it and that's that's great. but if you're not open to fucking uh, uh, just letting people in your house to fuck then you're also probably that asshole who doesn't wear a mask when you're going to the grocery store or when you're out and about. So you're spreading it to any fucking person. And mm-hmm. um, and it just goes to show you how selfish this country is, how selfish totally. people, uh, the Americans are. Because, um, because we have this... Uh, Elite sense that we're free to do anything that we want to do, and born you know free. That makes you a fucking dick. And let's be let's be let's be quite frank, America. We gave away our rights to George W. Bush with the Patriot Act. So you're not free. All right, you're not fucking free. You're stupid, and you're passing around COVID nineteen. There we
2: go. Period. So OP, stay at home and stop being a clown.
0: Yeah, please. I, like, I, first of all, I'm not getting COVID from a stranger. God damn it. That, will, <laughs> that would become an issue that I would I would, want, I would deal with. Like if, if, if I do it, um, if I get it, it's because I put myself in a situation. I know this could even be even worse. I'm, I put it in a situation because I trust a friend. Because like I, there's like two people that I've, that I've socially distanced hung out with since this has happened, maybe three. So- Yeah, one of them was me. Yeah, one of them was you. Anyway, Miss Toto, did you have a good time on the show?
2: Honey, I always have a good time.
0: We always have a good time having you on the show. I uh, love having you. Why don't you tell people where they can find you on the social meds?
2: Honey, I am at the Miss Toto, T-H-E-M-I-S-S-T-O-T-O on Twitter and Instagram, which is where I'm the most active and annoying. And then my, <laughs> um, my YouTube is Miss Toto 305 yes listen keep up on miss
0: toto she's always doing amazing things uh maxwell esposito
1: um you can catch my latest millennial moment on my igtv it's um on wearing masks so if all those conversations we just had all those listener questions they confused you made you uncomfortable watch my millennial moment it might help you understand that you are just fucking dumb um And other than that, yeah, just yeah, just keep up with me there. Keeping it real cute over there on Instagram well, at awesome.
0: I love, I love. Um, okay, let's see. So the Patreon is back up and running. So that is uh, patreon.com slash the Tony Soto Show. Check that out. Uh put on your schedule, everyone, July 18th is going to be the uh the official five-year anniversary party. Uh, for learn the words bitch on twitch so uh, follow my twitch channel for that the tony soto show Uh, if you like this show go to our itunes page and like it subscribe Um, we would appreciate that rate it give us five stars four we'll take four we get it sometimes we have four days get it Um, i am the tony soto show on everything uh oh listen to the gay power half hour god there's so many things they do so many things just follow me on the Tony Soto Show on everything. Until next week, everybody. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye.